Hey, welcome to Living Ardently. I'm your host, Adrian Giraldi, and today we have yet another guest. Yeah. This is the third podcast in a row that I'm recording with a guest, so it's pretty cool. Well, no fourth. So it's super exciting, and today we have my friend, Jahidi. How do you say your last name? Vinyas. It won't be... It, it won't, it won't be that long. It'll be Vier in a couple months. <laughs> yeah, she's getting married, y'all. So we're going to be talking about motherhood and yeah. daughterhood. Daughterhood, right? yeah. Is that the right word? Yeah. yeah. All right, cool. Yeah, so we're talking about that today. We talked about fatherhood and sonship earlier this month or so. But today we're going to talk about the opposite. So yeah. So let's get into it. Get <laughs> excited. Um, so right now we are still in Steubenville, Florida. I recorded a podcast last night and I'm recording another one tonight. This one's a little bit later. I'm sharing a room with people, so they're going to try to sleep and we're going to talk. <laughs> really? They're, they're happily listening, which is really cool. I, I think it's fun. It's fun to have guests and not not just guests, but people who are listening. So yeah, live audience. Really live audience. <laughs> you get a little reaction to see if our jokes actually hit and land. <laughs> 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 anyway, so Jahidi, thanks for coming and being a guest and saying yes to something so silly as just a little hobby that I like to do. It's so funny because like you kind of told me, hey, I just started this podcast. And I was like, Adrian's killing the game, man. He's out here. He's like the minister you want to be like. He's killing on social media, doing awesome things. And I was like, look at this guy. This is so great. And this is the perfect time to do, even though it is like two in the morning. We're going to be so dead tomorrow, but it's. All My heart's the, on fire. Today all for was the so greater good. glory of God. Amen. <laughs> I'm even losing my voice. I was like, we got to do it tonight. Yeah. Tonight's the night. Because we, we live, we both are in the Orla- Orlando Diocese. Yeah. But we live like the opposite ends of the Orlando Diocese. Yeah. Right? I'm in Winter Garden and you're in Winter Haven. Yeah. <laughs> it, it sounds like they should be like next door neighbors, but we really are not. Yeah. It's so, far. yeah. Yeah. I want to take advantage. I mean, it's two in the morning so we're like <laughs> we don't know where it's gonna go but we're gonna try to touch base on what we do and i, I mean i have a lot less to say about motherhood than mm. i have zero things to say about motherhood besides that <laughs> i love my mom and i love mary um but i'm gonna let jihadi kind of take over from here and i'll just kind of chime in and out of stuff so jihadi motherhood <laughs> what is what it what does motherhood mean to you mm. You should have talked about this before I had it. No, I'm just kidding. Um, (laughs) Motherhood, you know, um, I think it's one of the most beautiful gifts that God has ever given humanity. And um, I I love to quote what Jackie Angel had said is like, women are the crown of creation, Mm. you know, and and, um, I think men are so important masculinity is so important i as a woman need men in my life and i had said this for quite a good number of years i've been saying that just how important it is to have good men in in our lives and um for me motherhood isn't just like my biological mother it's a spiritual motherhood and that's something that i really adopted especially in college when i went to saint leo university yeah i um I really feel very comfortable in going into spiritual depth with people 
even if I had just met them or if I had known them for quite some time. That's something that I am very comfortable, comfortable being in the uncomfortable. And um, it's very no judgment for me, just like how a mom still loves their kid no matter what that kid does. So uh, in my journey at that point in time, especially when I went to St. Leo, I was open in uh, my discernment to be a religious sister. So I really took it to heart that I was not going to be a biological mother, and that gave me peace because I felt like God was kind of uh, showing me that Make I don't... It revealing it to you? Yeah, like, I, and I didn't have the human desire at that point in time in my life sure. to be in a relationship. I didn't long, like, that close human contact or being open and, and becoming vulnerable yeah. with someone else, having to serve a man. A man. You see what I mean? Like, yeah, the way yeah, that yeah. I had the, these thoughts and these lies in my head about what I thought marriage was. And um, see, I was in a relationship before heading towards marriage. Mm -hmm. And um, now he's in seminary. My, my story is really crazy. <laughs> we had talked about this a little bit yeah, before. Yeah, yeah. Um, not on the podcast, but in Prior. person. Yeah. Prior, yeah. And, um, and so at this point in time, I was like, see, I don't have these desires anymore. And, mm -hmm. and I kind of just saw how I was kind of more on my own. And I was very comfortable being by myself. And I was open to the idea of living in community. So to me, motherhood was... It was like that spiritual motherhood accompanying all those in different walks of life, different journeys, different points in time, and just loving them through it without judgment. Yeah. So that was a very long way to kind of say that. Yeah. Um, but that really makes sense. It, I mean, it's not like you can't just put that in a couple. I mean, you, I guess you could technically, but well, for topics like this, like when you talk about motherhood and fatherhood and stuff like that, it's motherhood is a beautiful thing that women get gift like of you said, life yeah that gift of life like us fa like us men I'm not a father <laughs> us men get a chance to be fathers and to partake in that when you when when your wife gets pregnant and mm -hmm. you get to experience a unique thing but as it being a father but there's the that intimacy that the mother has with the child that we as men you know, can't really relate physically, you mm -hmm. know? And yes, we have a part in that. As as good Catholic men, we ought to have a good, really deep part into that that nine that nine months, mm -hmm. you know? And being with your wife and serving your wife to the best way you can. But the motherhood aspect of that... Oh. <laughs> Maybe 2 a.m. Adrian is kind of crazy, but my, my thought is just like... You get you, know, you women have that unique bond with their child, and I wish there was like a way that we could partake in that, not in the way of having labor, but mm -hmm. like in a in a more physical way of like you know just being. I don't know, like how would you like? Obviously, that's not how how God made it work, but you know, I just wish like men could understand what the women's bond between mother and child is, right? There's there's a deep rooted connection. Um, I think it's it's kind of like how people try to separate Jesus and Mary. It's like you are growing a human being inside of you. So mm -hmm. you are literally physically connected. And so as the child is growing, you all these little things, you're feeling it all. Yeah. So sometimes you start experiencing things that you normally wouldn't feel or these cravings or, yeah. you know, you start these thoughts that start to come to you. It's like 
that child, that, that human being with its own unique DNA, it's his own personality, and it's like growing inside. And so there's this, mm-hmm. there's this blood connection, yeah. this physical flesh connection, um, that I feel like those who separate Jesus from the Blessed Mother have lost sight of. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's like, um, how could you? How dare you? Like, who do you think you are to disconnect Jesus from the person whom he has been with yeah. from the moment of conception? You know, and not only that, as a Jewish man, he stayed with his mother for 30 years before he even went on his mission. <laughs> and what a man. Here's my selling point about it where I'm like, why do you try to dis- divide the two when all that, like, do you believe that the precious blood of Jesus is powerful? Yes. Okay. And that. Precious blood that was shed on the cross and that flesh that was torn. Um, that's 100% Mary. Yeah. Oh, that blood yeah. is 100% Mary. That flesh is 100% Mary. You know oh, what I mean? Yeah. That is her biological flesh and blood. bones in every sense of the way. Yeah, flesh yeah. and blood, everything. And here you think it's just like, what? what is she? Like chopped liver, yes, you know? Yeah. So... Yeah. In the same way how Jesus was physically and, of course, spiritually crucified mm. on the cross for us and died for us, Mary was spiritually crucified as well. Mm. She was with him through it all. Yeah. You know, and I'm kind of like, wow. you can't have the son without the mother. Yeah. That's how you can't have the son without the father as well. Yeah. So I think um, motherhood is super, super powerful. And, and yeah. I, I've mentioned, like, life, right? Yeah. So um, we have to speak life upon others and as... I've really, like I said, taken in the role of being a spiritual mother. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I love to speak life into people's lives. Yeah. Speak light and life and blessing and just affirmations and just encouraging them to become the child that they are, to really um, like own their identity in Christ, which is really mm-hmm. what like we had talked a little bit about. Yeah. About yeah. how like I've just really have come into like owning, I am a daughter of the Most mm-hmm. High and just really like... <laughs> Taking it for me, and I'm almost thirty. Yeah, this has been—it's like kind of like late in the game, but yeah. praise God, right? Can I pause for a sec? Yeah. When you say I'm daughter of the Most High, my—I went to Moana. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a daughter of a village king. <laughs> <laughs> I'm descended from warriors. <laughs> oh my gosh! My favorite part of the whole movie is like, I know your name, and I'm just like. My bad. I forgot she said. like, I know who you are, yeah. and they've stolen your heart from inside of you. And I'm like, that's that's been all of the women with just broken hearts, broken yeah. by men, broken by women, broken by our own self, you know, yeah. self hatred and the world and everything. It's like the world has stolen the heart that's within inside, and Jesus wants to restore that, mm-hmm. you know? And so you can come angry at the Lord, and here she's like walking, her hair is yeah. like. <laughs> It's so glorious. I love it. It's like my favorite scene of the whole movie. That's so great. Oh, my gosh. Every time I see it, I get, like, emotional. I'm just like... (sighs) Moana's... Like, there's so many ways to spiritually twist Moana to, you know, like, understand, like, in a Catholic light and what Mm -hmm. the message. And there's so many different ways to do it. And it's so fantastic. And, man, they did a great (laughs) job with that movie. And Did you watch Toy Story 4? It was so good. Listen... I'm sorry, I'm trash. Y'all. Okay. If you guys... <laughs> so, listen, I am not a Toy Story fan. Mm-hmm. Hear me out. I I personally didn't really grow up with toys growing up. I, Fair. I wasn't... I, I was always outside. I was on my bike. I was mm-hmm. the type of kid who played outside. And so sure. 
Never played with Barbies, never been that type of thing. So when Toy Story came out, I was also a little bit older. Mm-hmm. Um, I watched it and it was cool, but I, I didn't even bother seeing the third one. Like, I know what happens, oh, really? but I was like, didn't wow. really care. But the fourth one, my fiance, David, <laughs> I love you, babe. <laughs> he wanted to go see it. So I was like, fine. I, and it was it. the most amazing movie. <laughs> I loved all of it. There are so many spiritual like things yes. that you can put together. Oh. And like these jump scares and like, oh, there's mm-hmm. just so many like nuances and meanings. And at least if it, <laughs> he's doing You know exactly this. what I'm talking about. <laughs> Like the, the way he, like walking. the way that he walked through the 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 books and the, like, the way he moved his body and his head was still looking at you. It's gross. We we're talking about the puppet scene where they're chasing Woody. Oh, oh my, my gosh, gosh. <laughs> that's hilarious. Anyway, oh man. So daughterhood. <laughs> so okay. Also, let me clarify. You know, I think it's beautiful. I'm not saying that. You know, like I men men's role in as a father in in, in the relationship um just kind of going back to what we were talking about earlier you know like motherhood is beautiful and I, you know like i was saying that it would be cool if men could experience that in a, in a more full word the physical aspect of being a mother but like i understand that there's a, the men have a unique role as fathers and that's what i wanted to talk about it mm-hmm. like that what would we do without our men and without our fathers? And I think it just goes back back to Genesis. I and mean, we, we think of like how the moment that they had fallen and they ate the apple, who did God call out? Adam. Adam. He was like, Adam, where you at, man? <laughs> Come here. Because <laughs> <laughs> the role of, of men is so important. I think yeah. I think it's so interesting and strategic of the enemy. To go straight to the woman. Because mm-hmm. if you get her, you get, the whole downfall of humanity. You get both. Yeah. It's a two for one. Yeah. So you get her, women go down and men. Yeah. You know, so he went to the, quote, weaker one, right? Yeah. But really, it's because we're the most important, again, crown of yeah. creation. You came from a rib. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The Life it, it, without the women. That, like, why do you think when people... Like if you look into the history books, and they went and they went to like to pillage and kill. What did they do? They caught. They would steal the women, um, women and children. Because yeah. you get rid of the women and the children, there goes the rest of your bloodline. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So. <laughs> it's tough. Yeah, it's true. It's like when it comes to when you go back when you add on to the thought that the importance of. Carrying on, your, I mean, the bloodline, your bloodline. Genealogy, I mean, like for men, yeah. I didn't come from a very strong Catholic family, mm. and so like I have this desire to start a new habit in my in, in this family to be good Catholic fam- mm-hmm. people. Yeah, you know, like yeah, Filipinos are Catholic. We're Catholic by birth, <laughs> you know, like. We are born with like yeah, basically (laughs) we are born with the papal flag on our butt cheek, you know, like (laughs) so like we are Catholic only by name though sometimes, Mm. and so like for me like um, one of the main reasons why I want to become a father and be start a family and hopefully you know that I have an opportunity in the future to do that to Mm. do that but is because I want to start this new 
um, uh, be like a new, not the new family, but this new habit within my family mm-hmm. to become fully alive in the faith and to be fully active in it and to be fully in love with Jesus mm-hmm. Christ. You know, and, and that's something that I know I'm not alone in. And I feel like maybe some men, you know, maybe a lot of men uh, relate to, yeah. you know, so. You have the power to break the cycle. Mm-hmm. I think sometimes we feel discouraged and we feel like, oh gosh, my family is this way. And so we feel like it's it's too hard of a battle to fight. But men take courage because mm-hmm. you can break the cycle. If there is a cycle of abuse, cycle of divorce, mm-hmm. of cheating, of just infidelity through pornography, emotional yeah. infidelity. I mean, the wandering eye. And forget just that. Just like not even loving the women in your life enough. Yeah. Or not having good men in your life. or Role models. Yeah. yeah. Not having good brothers in your life. Mm-hmm. Or, or just so many things. Um, the, the being distracted. Like yeah. not being able to put your foot down and, and having other things take the place of the things that should matter more not having enough um love for children like yeah there is this kid who heard of this guy had five kids like has he never heard of a condom and i was like yeah oh man i'm so sorry that you think like kids are a problem and that's like a huge way of how we perceive like abortion isn't a big deal because Mm -hmm. oh it's like it's human population control and it's like if you really Uh. understood the beauty of life, like the importance of us to continue. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like I don't even know what else to say. Yeah, you know, I can go on That's for hours about. We're not going to talk about abortion. <laughs> yeah, abortion, born, all that stuff is. Like yeah, a yeah, topic. that's a whole other topic. But we will definitely get into in the future. Yeah, for most sure. Most likely, at least. Yeah, but there's like it. You you have the ability and the authority in Jesus Christ to break that cycle. Mm-hmm. So I'm so glad that you see this as an opportunity for you mm-hmm. to do that um, because you're speaking blessing into your into your family, mm-hmm. into your into your bloodline, into your genealogy. Yeah. So with that, um, I want to talk about a little bit about how I began to own like my daughterhood. Yeah. And it had a lot to do with kind of like what we touched on in the beginning, which was like recognizing the self-neglect that was deeply rooted inside of me and that is also deeply, sorry, and is also deeply rooted within my mom and my dad. And um, I realized my parents, again, are very selfless and giving and yeah. huge acts of service, um, love language people. And yeah. um, I mean, <laughs> I go into depth about how much they love other people or just what they do. Yeah. But when it comes to when it comes to self love, I think it's really difficult. So something that I wish that they would do is just take time to go on a date, yeah. like take time to take a nap, mom. Take yeah. time to go get your nails done. You know, <sighs> yeah, that'd be fun. Dad, like go upstairs and sleep on the bed, not on the couch. You know, like Guilty. sit in the jacuzzi <laughs> with some Epsom salt, hot warm water. Like mm-hmm. you have that in your bedroom. Like take some time for you. Go take a walk outside. Just go around the block. You know, yeah. together by yourselves. I really I wish that upon them because um, they're so focused on not only giving for us, but on the responsibilities that, that they don't take time for themselves. And, and um, I realized, like, I'm getting married, right? I was like, I can't bring that cycle. I need to, as of now, we need to make sure and have the priority um, 
like with my fiance and I, we got to pray a little bit yeah. together. You got to yeah. hear him lead in prayer, yeah. um, which is so important from the so beginning beautiful. of a relationship. Yeah, I wanted him to be um, like the spiritual leader. leader out of the two of us. I'm the youth minister, right? I'm the one who's been doing ministry my whole life. Mm-hmm. I could be like, well, I know how to pray. I was yeah. like, no, I want him to lead me. Mm-hmm. So, and, Go, and let me tell you, he is a man whose heart is after God. He is... Like his heart mm-hmm. radiates God's kindness, it's and so um, let me tell you, like from when he first started to pray, it was kind of like quiet, and he kind of took his time, and I was like, and I just let him take, I just let him mm-hmm. take however long he wanted, and as the days went to weeks, went to months, if you could just hear his prayer evolve from just like a young man I'm dating to a man who's pursuing me, but like loving God, and let me tell you, like. The way his prayer, like I fell in love with him as I hear him pray. Yeah. He is so thoughtful. Mm-hmm. He would bring into petition like things that we talked about earlier that I even forgot about. Like, oh, we need to talk about this and this. And then he'll bring that person's name uh, that he doesn't even personally know. And I'm just like, this guy. Keeper. Yes. Yes. So he has just been just loving on me by... Yeah, by having him pray. So I don't even bother. I barely say out of like, mm-hmm. say of like out of a hundred times we pray, I maybe lead half of the time. Now, half the time as in like half of one time. Half of one time. Yeah. Half of one time. Point five. Yeah, yeah. I let him lead the whole time. That's awesome. You know, um, because I want him to. Mm-hmm. And he and I was like, I, I want a family where it's not like the the mom is leading because I I've. I saw that a lot in my family, and and praise God for strong women, women who are leading. But then I saw that guys kind of lagging behind, and I'm like, I don't want a marriage where I'm like dragging my husband behind me, or she's up there, she's preaching, she's killing it, but then he's kind of like just on the sidelines. I was like, no, no, no. I want a man who is there in in the front with me, together, praying. I want our children to see their father leading in prayer, that they can go to him, and it's not always go to mom. Praise God. I I want them to come to me. But I want them to feel comfortable to go to their dad. Dad's going to pray with you. Yeah. I wanted that. But where do I need to begin from now, right? And you heard him pray, and he was tired. It was something real simple because it was quick, right? Yeah. But, like, men, don't be afraid to pray with your girlfriends. Praying by yourself, being comfortable, and letting the language of God's love speak through you because... It is so affirming, not only to you, but to the women in your lives. And like allowing myself to be loved, which is a huge thing um, in in the daughterhood, like that sense of like allowing myself to be loved, especially as women, we want to be very independent and like, I don't need no man. I'm like, girl, you don't need no man, but allow yourself to be loved. It's okay. Yeah. It's okay to let someone hold the door for you or for to allow someone to pay for you. Something as simple as that. Yeah. Um, or someone compliments you, like, thank you. Yeah. You know, instead of being like, oh, no, and just brushing it off. I It took a long, long, long time mm-hmm. for me to, like, let go of my need for independence and to be like, I can do this. Um, and allow myself to have someone serve me out of love for me. Yeah. Which is a, the method of, of me combating this self-neglect, right? Yeah. Because I, I, especially even in ministry... I'm doing it all, but it's like, I need a core team. I can't do it all. I can't be singing and greeting and doing everything. I need a team. So it's like allowing myself to be served in that way, allowing myself to be loved by having, allowing people to help me. Me. Yeah. 
Exactly. It's like you think you're weak when you ask for help, but it's actually like yeah. the real smart people ask for help and have the right people helping them. Mm-hmm. But it took so long to get here. Oh, of course. And I'm I'm still I mean, barely for all of beginning. Us, yeah. yeah. It'll take forever. I mean, I think that you know, like we all have that anxiety not well, not, not just want to be loved, but to be led. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, yeah. Like we like to follow somebody who knows what they're doing before mm-hmm. we do something on our own. Right? Mm-hmm. I mean, there's some people who are like, I got this, I'm going to do it. Yeah. And and sometimes they'll fail and they'll be the example. Mm-hmm. But things are more successful when you let yourself be led by somebody. Mm-hmm. And, you know, with this whole women empowerment thing that's going on right now, I feel like women are too afraid to let themselves be lead, led. Yeah. Right? Do, I mean, do you do you think that? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I think it's, it's um, we don't want to be heartbroken and I, and I, I think um, we believe this lie it's a lie that I myself had believed which is that like if you it's kind of like if you serve a man it's like he, you're his slave and mm. and also if, if he serves you then you're using him or something it's like yeah. we, we never win yeah. you know um, and it, it's kind of like something that I've been seeing see femininity or, or like just like being a feminist is not necessarily a bad thing. It's it's when it's and it was when you are pushing away masculinity, when you when you say that we're not here to serve men, then like what does that make you? Like are are yeah. you serving yourself when you do that? Like yeah. you're hurting yourself and it, and it took me a long time to understand that. Mm-hmm. Um just like even even being open to marriage, I was like I don't want to serve a man. Yeah. You know, I, I really felt like in my discernment to be a sister, I was like, I don't want to have to serve a man. I don't want to be divided between my house with like my children and, and, you know, my husband. I was like, I prefer to have all of my time for the Lord, serving in time with community, serving the church wholeheartedly, doing my mission, just being like of the Lord and yeah. being his spouse. And that's really what I thought was better. And so I had this perception of of um, of marriage based off this idea that I would be absolutely unhappy because I'm serving a guy. I'm cleaning up after him. Yeah. I'm cleaning after the kids. I'm I'm a slave to the house and to the chores. And it was something that made me immensely miserable to think about. And the Lord began to touch on these fears and this lie that I had understood because I saw women in my life who were doing just that, right? They're slaves to the house or slaves to the kids or to the husbands or things like that. And I didn't see joy. And I didn't see yeah. like any serious content. Everything looked like a chore to me and it just looks so miserable. And I'm a very free spirit and I'm like, I'm not going to be trapped, Mm -hmm. you know? And so I'm very like, I'm not going to do this. But then the Lord was reminding me like, hey, like marriage is good. Yeah. And see, like I know marriage is good, but God wanted me to understand that marriage is good for me, that it is possible to be happy in a marriage, to be loved, truly loved for me and my femininity and all of the cool things about me and all the really ugly things about me. Like, you know, me without earrings and makeup, right? (laughs) You know, like, um, but the really, those really deep things inside that I think are hideous inside of me and and, um, to be loved and still see that beauty inside. Mm. More importantly, to know that it's out of love that I serve someone. Just like if we go into scripture yeah. about women being obedient, like wives being obedient to their men, and everybody just thinks that's the rest of it. 
Like, that's yeah. it, There's right? There's so much more. There's yeah. so much more. Because, see, yeah, women be obedient to a man that will lay his life down the same way how Christ lays his life down for the church. And I'm like, what bigger demonstration of love is that? A man who lays his life down. So I'm like, who am I going to be obedient to? To a man who has a kind heart. To a man who prays and is leading me. And a man who who is like allowing me in my free spirit, allowing me to fly. He's like, I'm like the air under your wings. <laughs> He's so sweet. <laughs> he is so sweet. So and cute, I'm just y'all. like, and I, you know, just, just how it happened. All these feelings came flooding in for him. Yeah. The Lord didn't talk me through it. You yeah. know, he had all these feelings come in and me just getting to know him, just being with him is where all of this beautiful femininity that was inside of me began to blossom. Yeah. You know, um, like, don't talk to me about kids. You know, mm. I wanted to be a sister. So I was like, it's yeah. not like I don't want kids or I yeah. had this perception. Um, but you know what? Actually, there was a perception. Mm. It, was, it had to do with my childhood. Uh, you know, because I was the oldest one. Well, yeah. and, and so all the younger kids, I was too rough or I was whatever. And, and also, I did a lot of adult ministry, right? I'm singing. And so I had to like be an adult before being an adult. And yeah. so um, not to say that I lost any childhood, but I felt like, like I, I wasn't good with kids. And so yeah. for the longest time, it's literally earlier last year, um, I thought it was just bad with kids. Oh, just in general. And the Lord was like, okay. You are in youth ministry. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. But then, like, through the consecration to the Blessed Mother, St. Louis de Montfort Holler. Oh, um, hey. Yeah, through that, through um, spending time with Salesian sisters and oh. doing, like, um, Auxilium, Camp Auxilium. I've never actually met any uh, uh, Salesian sisters. Oh, they're sisters. awesome. I've only seen the Salesian brothers. Oh, yeah, yeah. they're great, too. Yeah. Salesian Sisters, shout out. Love you guys so much. Especially San Antonio, oh. Laredo, Texas. And Coralitos on San Jose in California. I love oh, you guys wow. so much. You guys are sisters of my heart. Um, the Lord began to put me in situations where I had to be with kids and with mm-hmm. my goddaughter as well. Like from the day after she was born, through me loving mm-hmm. on her, it was kind of like, oh, I can actually do this. Yeah. It was like, oh, yeah. I'm not as miserable, you yeah. know, I'm not as bad as I thought. Um, it's a beautiful realization, no? Yeah, yeah. And then the next thing the Lord kind of showed me was like, um, excuse me, you're consecrated to my mother. Do you really think she's going to let you be a bad mom? Like, like you know, Wait. seriously. Wait. She was like, do you really think she's going to let you? It was like, no, oh. you're right. Um, next, I had to do with, with my own mother, my relationship with my mother. We clash heads a lot. Mm-hmm. Different personality types, a lot of different sure, things. Yeah. And... Uh, just, I know she meant well. I know my mom meant so well, but she was like, a wife has to know how to cook and clean and take care of her husband and the kids and do work. And so she just did a whole mountain of things. I thought that, in, in I'm, you know, you tell me that, and I, and I, I like check the list. Am I that? And I'm like, no. So I kind of fell into depression. I was like, I can't do any of this. I'm not. I'm going to be a terrible mother. I'm going to be a terrible wife. Yeah. I don't check the list, right? Comparison, right? Comparison. Yeah, what comparison. Is it with, is absolutely. It joy? With who she was and yeah. who she wanted me to be versus what I actually am, my mediocre self, right? I'm yeah. just like, I'm never going to, uh, you oh, know, oh, yeah. uh, meet her expectations. And so I thought I would be a terrible mom because I wouldn't meet my own mother's expectations. I yeah. took the Lord began to heal all these lies and began to show mm-hmm. me, like, first of all, it's a it's a step by step process and seeing yeah. the women around me, like my goddaughter's mother, Kimberlyn, who she had uh, shared with me. She's like, the day they gave her Ian 
which is our older son. He's like five now, almost oh, six. Um, um, she was like, the day they put the baby in her arm, she started crying. She was mm-hmm. like, I burned popcorn. I don't even know how to cook. <laughs> and she is the most amazing woman. Yeah. If you see her, I mean, she's killing it. Not to say she's nice. perfect, but she is just, I was like, are you serious? Yeah. Like you have been such a model of what it is to be a mother, loving these kids exactly where they are. Yeah. Having that motherhood and journey with them has been so healing for my soul. Yeah. And other really Thanks, beautiful God. sisters in Christ, Carla mm-hmm. and Natalie Henderson. I love you, girl. Hey. Like them being moms. And these are friends that I knew since before they had kids. Yeah. And just seeing them in their motherhood, it was just That's so hard. affirming. And it was like giving me this piece like, it takes time. Yeah. You know, I had to go through the journey. And like the moment, you know, you become pregnant. So the moment you have the child, like something clicks. Yeah. Like there's this shift inside of you. There's this instinct. Yeah. And so like, I'm no longer afraid. Yeah, because good. I have someone beside me, right? Who's yeah. this is like blossoming out, and it's like yeah. it's gonna take time. So I've been like, all right, We're, like motherhood is gonna be good. Yeah, we talked about this kind of in, in our young adult group, and they said when you have kids, mm-hmm. it forces you to turn outward. Yes, I mean, like w- the marriage is the first part of turning outward, right? Mm-hmm. But like when you have kids, both of you now mm-hmm. need to welcome a third party into your yeah into your uh, life mm-hmm. and it's a beautiful opening up and, 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 and you know welcoming of mm-hmm. that child between parents and mothers and fathers and stuff like that so it's just like such a beautiful thing yeah um, motherhood and daughterhood and just like one being a mother and accepting that child in but then two like at some point you were that daughter mm. or son you know really um, but being able to grow in that and to become mm-hmm. and knowing yourself as like the identity, not just only the mother of your of your mother, mm-hmm. I mean uh, the daughter of your mother, but the daughter of the one true king, like mm-hmm. you said, right? Like, um, it was from watching Captain Marvel. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> really, <laughs> when she was like, you know, you see where she started into like, by the time she's like full on to just own Binary. who she is. Yeah. In her full strength, I was like, "Oh my gosh, that's who, that's what God God has been calling me to be." Like He's yeah. calling me out of yeah. like, like speaking blessing upon me about being this incredible woman, yeah. you know, it's just like free and powerful eagle who's just yeah. high in the sky, soaring, full of the Holy Spirit, full of His gifts, with my clear mission. Yeah. And I was just like, "I am the daughter of the Most High. How come I'm always selling myself short?" Yeah. And I, and I cried to David. I was just like, I am beating myself up, believing all these yeah. lies about myself. And I'm just like, I have to, like, it was, it began like this healing process of like, man. And like, I, f- I forget every so often that I'm the daughter of the most of my identity and who I am. And, yeah. and like, just to bring it back to the marriage part, you talked about like how the couple have to, um, turn outwards. yeah, turn outwards. It's like for me to understand motherhood and daughterhood, it took me understanding marriage that uh you know husband and wife are the human reflection of the trinity yeah. right so god being the lover and jesus being the beloved mm. and then the holy spirit being the love between them and them so too, yeah. the husband is the lover and the woman is the beloved you know she her mission is like to be loved and so mm. she builds that home that house into a home and then the children are the love between the fruits of that love and so, like, how their bed is the altar, or the house is a domestic church, and mm-hmm. that love between them is a, is a praise to God, that yeah. intimacy, and that, you know, just like there's a mystery between 
the love of Father, Son, and Holy Spirit that we as human creatures cannot understand. It's yeah. the same thing, that beautiful intimacy that, intimacy that only a husband and wife can have. You know, this, it's just seeing all these connections and me beginning to understand and not be afraid. Yeah. To not be afraid and to allow myself to be loved and to mm. love without fear. Mm. And again, it's because it's this is the man the Lord is calling me to marry, right? That yeah. all of this is flowing. Coming, just coming yeah. out. Because it, it, it was from within me. So it's yeah. just getting rid of these lies and allowing myself to be embraced and loved in this way mm. and being led by a man who wants to lead me, but with love and gentle kindness. Yes. And I mean, and then like to this point now, been engaged, getting married in December. So I was like not even five months away or so. And like, Excited. it wasn't until like today. Thank yeah. you. To today I, um, where it was like, I am a daughter and really like not yeah. letting it, go away yeah. anymore yeah. it took so long to get here yeah and, and i needed to get here because if i don't know who i am who's i belong to mm. then how can i give myself to someone and become one flesh Ooh. you know so write that down for yes me. so it's like every every woman wants the saint joseph but you need to be a mary you know mm. what i mean so like we've been living and reflecting that plus fun fact david's confirmation saint is saint joseph Yours is Mary. And mine is Our Lady, yes, of mercy. <laughs> That's so great. Yes, and he proposed to me on the feast day of the Holy Family. Yes, no way. December 30th, on purpose? 2018, on purpose. That's so yes. cool. Yes, and you know how about Beloved was like one of those beautiful things that's been on yeah. my heart? Yeah. So about five months into our relationship, he went and got a ring with my sister and my cousin. Uh-huh. And he got the word Beloved engraved. In the ring, and it wasn't until like November. I had no idea he even like had gotten the ring or even looked. Um, We were talking about a lot of different things, and I talked about the beloved. And I was like, you know, if I got my ring engraved, I probably would write like beloved, not knowing he had been had it engraved months before. And And he knows you. His name, yes, um, and his name means my beloved in Hebrew. Really? Yes. So David. David means like. Like, beloved my of the Lord, like, my Lord. beloved, wow, yeah. that's so So, in the end, easy. like, beloved, being loved by the Lord, being a daughter, and allowing myself to be open to just motherhood in a, in a beautiful and powerful way, it's just been so wholesome. That's beautiful. And it just took me having to put my, like, allow myself to have that encounter with myself yeah. and get to know, like, what is holding me back, all these lies and things from my childhood and things from, like, yeah. my past, um... Like intergenerational things. So yeah. wounds of my mother affected me. Yeah. So wounds from her mother affected my mom, which yeah. then in turn affected Goes me. Goes on, yeah. Yeah. So when my mom went on a women's retreat with my grandmother, yeah. they received immense healing, which in turn healed yeah. me in a, in a powerful way. Fantastic. And then I went to the women's retreat and I continued that healing. healing yeah. So like, like pray for your, your family, pray for your the generations past, because sometimes we're bound by the things that is weighing upon us yeah of sins that have not been forgiven of things that were never spoken of so i encourage you guys to pray for your for your bloodlines for those of the past pray for the men and women in your lives your your parents and um those who you know and those who don't know you and yeah wow god is good god is good (laughs) Jody, thanks so much for coming and sharing, and and being such a witness. I mean, I be seeing other youth ministers 
who are, have this much zeal and this much like <laughs> God's mercy and grace, y'all. <laughs> God's mercy and grace been, and Our Lady. Yeah, it's it's just that continuous the like that continuous giving of yourself. Mm-hmm. It's so beautiful. I mean, like for all I mean, all the youth ministers out there, it's not an easy job, man. We don't. It's not. It's a, sometimes a thankless job. Um, until you know, like. They're like, oh, thanks for doing this big thing, and then you know that's it. But it's something that's so beautiful when you're in ministry or some any mission. Like, um, it's hard for us, um, but understand that, like you said, like you have a you have an identity as a, a as a son, as a daughter. Mm. Some of you are fathers. Some of you are mothers. Own that. Yeah. You know, and understand that you're still a child no matter who you are, mm-hmm. even your mother or not. <laughs> there's a there's a thing that such thing that's called childlike dependency on the Lord. Oh like, yeah. Have that. Have that, right? Allow um, yourself to be loved. Especially as a youth minister. Just if you're someone who serves other people in any sense of the way, be a customer service or you're in yeah. the industry in some form of way, like that's what it is to be a child, child dependency, right? Yeah. Like allowing yourself to be loved by God. Yeah. Um, and really kind of just taking that time for yourself. You need that time to recharge, yeah. even if it's just an hour or you shut off your phone and just kind of be in silence or just yeah. get a massage. Go and get a full body and massage. You, after all this talk about massages, like <laughs> yes. I'm looking at chiropractors and getting an adjustment nowadays. Like, I don't yeah. Get that oh, up. man. Chiropractors. I love chiropractors. Yeah. They're the best. Yeah. So, like, shout out to Mary Beth. She's like, girl. I get a massage once a month. I was like, yes, Thank you, you have the right mindset. <laughs> you need to because you carry so much on you and you don't realize. Yeah. Like right now I'm feeling this massive tension. <laughs> so now you have like subconscious. Yeah, me too. Yeah, and even our posture is like, why do we do this ourselves? Yeah. So just allowing yourself to be loved and loving on yourself and doing the things that feed you. So it's like yeah. spending time with Jesus like not praying for other people, not even praying for yourself, just sitting yeah. and allowing yourself to be loved. Get get a soul tan instead of a standing in the sun. Yeah. yeah, get a soul tan and spend some time in adoration. Yeah. Praise, that's awesome. <laughs> put that in the quote. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Any, sure. any, I mean, we do that was probably just your crows and your marks, but just in case yeah. you might have missed anything, is there anything you'd like to just close with on this whole topic of motherhood and the un, and being a yeah. daughter? If there's anything else, this is no time. Yeah, you're so loved. You're so loved. And you're so beautiful in the eyes of the Lord. When Men and women who are listening to me right now, just if there's a weight in your heart of lost, um, this sense of loss of identity or just where you're going and your purpose, um, first and foremost, your identity is a child of God, you know, a son of God, a, a daughter of God. And, and you have been clothed with dignity and with immense love you were created with like intelligent design and and like the moment you begin to truly own that and you begin to realize like if my king you know if my father is the king that means there's a kingdom that means there's an inheritance that means there's a heaven that means that like how can i be worried about pettish things or things of anxiety does this feed me you know and it's like I'll close with this thought. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a story of this um, this priest who had, was flying to uh, like another country, and there was yeah. a little girl sitting next to him. And there was this moment where it went into immense, disturbing turbulence. Like it was really bad, oh, and he was freaking out. 
Yeah. He was like, our father, our never. Like, yeah. he was freaking out. It was yeah. really bad. And the little girl was, like, not phased in the slightest. Mm-hmm. And he was like, why are you so calm? You know, like, how are you, like, so calm? He was like, well, you see, my dad is a pilot. And he's a really good pilot. So oh. I know we're going to get there, okay? And I was like, holy cow. This little girl oh, is not even phased. So it's like if we, like... My God is, you know, in my father. Of my yes, he is the king of kings. He is the king of, of all the riches in the world. And he is in charge of everything. I am not going to be worried about this minor problem, yeah. especially as, as women. We worry about so many things. Let's just let that go. You yeah. are the daughter of the most high. Like, you have a crown that you have to wear in your head, girl. You need to hold your head up high, shoulders yes, back, boo. own it. Yes. Be like, I am loved. <laughs> I am beautiful. I am wanted. I'm worthy. Mm. Like she laughs. Like yeah, like Proverbs 31, just all of Proverbs, but she laughs with like rejoicing kind of without any fear of what's to come in the future. Mm. So I totally butchered it, but you guys get my <laughs> point. Yeah, like she is just so confident because she knows who she is. Mm-hmm. Man, if she once you know who you are, the enemy can't touch you. Why do you think he's so mm-hmm. scared of our lady? Mm-hmm. I always talk about Mama where Mama Mary wears combat boots. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because yeah. she's she's like ah, oh, really beautiful and like, but she got combat boots under there because she oh, crushes it. Yes, head of the serpent. Because her seed though, because she knows who she is. Exactly. There is no doubt. There is no doubt of her worth. Yeah, she is our model. So like, ladies. Oh, and we got a Mama Mary who's on it. She's like covering yes. us with her mantle. What? Yes. Forget it. Forget it. It's over. <laughs> yes. Done. Oh, as Done the kids deal. say, period. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I hate it. I hate me. <laughs> no, I love me. We serve those who we love. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Jahidi, again, thank you so much for coming and and being willing to say yes and exhausting ourselves to do this to a point where yes, it is three in the morning. Jesus, mm-hmm. we trust in you. Yeah, we trust in you. Tomorrow is gonna be great. Yeah, it's gonna be that great. is good. <laughs> Thank you so much. You're so welcome. I'm praying for you and your fiance, David. Thank you. I love you both so much. I wish that we were closer, that we can hang out more. <laughs> but this is what it is. I'm glad that we get to do these kind of things, yeah. have these moments like this. And, God is uh, so good. He's so kind. Again, we'll be praying. I'll be praying for you guys. Pray for holy marriages, y'all. Pray for the couples who are discerning. Pray for seminarians. Just all vocations all over. I love vocations so much. Vocations are great. Important. Yes, yes. Holy families. Priesthood, religious life, single consecrated life. Mm -hmm. All these things, man. Beauty. Immense beauty in all of it. So pray for holy marriages, which means holy families. And pray for your own vocation. Yes. It's always easy to just settle for one thing, but maybe you're called to really... Yeah, never settle. Please. Never settle. Devil wants you to settle in your relationships. That's a great article, Jackie yeah. Angel. Yeah. Wrote that. That. I'm that a tag. A I'm a old tag changer. into the stuff. All these things. Like, you send me the links to them. I'll put them on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, so we'll we'll put these things that we've mentioned all on the <laughs> on the notes. So show notes. So check that out. All right. Well, that's all we got. You know, like I say every week. She said she mentioned it earlier. I'm praying for you. We're praying for you. Whether yes. you're listening or not listening, we're always praying. Um, I always ask my guests to continue the prayers for the people who are listening to the podcast. And maybe a, a, whether you're a casual listener or someone who listens every week, that would be great. So yeah. if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, I do ask that you guys leave a review or at least a rating if you have a chance. Whatever time you have for it, that would be great. 
If you're not listening on Apple Podcasts, if you're listening on Spotify or Google uh, Google Podcasts or whatever else, I, yeah, I, mean, I, don't, I don't think I'm on SoundCloud, but whatever you're on, you're listening mm-hmm. a podcast on, please subscribe and so you get a notification of when we're posting. I mean, we usually post, every, I try to post every Monday, but you know, sometimes I put an extra, ex, like, excerpt of from the show that I don't mm-hmm. put on the final cut on like a Friday so stay tuned for that if you subscribe you'll get a notification when those happen so yeah if you want to send any suggestions about how to make this podcast better or if you just want to send a comment about how you love this podcast or any review of some sort you can send all of that to our email at livingardently@outlook.com, or you can send those to our Instagram account which is at livingardently you can send all those in dms or whatever the case may be you can also send them to my personal instagram account at it's only adrian all that stuff if you have any comments suggestions for just if you have suggestions for future topics that you want to hear about talk about if you actually even want to guess on the podcast let me know maybe we'll make it work (laughs) (laughs) we joked about it and like and then it happened it happened (laughs) three hours 24 hours later (laughs) anyway thank you all for listening um, I hope this helps in any shape, way, or form. I'm sure it does. Jahidi is amazing. Thank <laughs> you again. You're so welcome. And we'll, again, be praying for you. And I think I never even said which parish. I'm from Resurrection Catholic Church in Winter Garden. <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> we looked like <laughs> yeah, Resurrection Catholic in. Church. If you want to yes. go check out her ministry, what is your handle? We are uh, Resurrection Youth. At yeah. Resurrection Youth. Youth on Instagram. On Instagram, yeah. Do you have a personal? Yeah, at Magnolia Sweetie with IE at the end. There you go. I'll tag her all in this thing. So, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Anything else you want to plug? I got to post more. <laughs> yeah. Do you have a blog? I don't. I probably will have one in the yeah. future. I thought, I, thought, I thought you did. But if, if she does have a blog by the time I post this up, I will Direct tag you that way. <laughs> That, that way too all right thanks again for listening i appreciate all who do um, and i hope this helps you live ardently yeah there you go you got the line <laughs> keep living ardently peace god bless <laughs>